I was going to say how thrilled I was at the amount of scarves in this movie. The tiny scarves. Tiny scarves. No functional Do purpose. Do they serve a purpose? No. No. But Hard no. Are they adding some you sparkle and pink to your outfit? I'm keeping my clavicle warm. Yeah, exactly. Just the clavicle. <laughs> That's it. This is To, to all, all the rom coms we've, we've loved before. I'm Sarah Kelly. And I'm Christina Archer. And this week we're talking about music and lyrics. And first of all, welcome back, folks. Oh, yeah, we've been on a little hiatus. Yeah, just a quick one. Yeah. But a hiatus nonetheless. Yeah, you went out of town. Mm-hmm. I had family in town. Yeah, just stuff was happening. Yeah, so, so we went on a spring break vacation. Yeah. Well, not really, but you did, kind of. Yeah, kind of. But, yeah. <laughs> so we took a yeah. hiatus. But I've missed you a lot. I've missed you, too. It's really nice to be back. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm just going to say, if you haven't listened to this podcast before or you're just starting to listen to us now, uh, for any reason, I just want to let you know what's going on. So this podcast is called To All the Rom-Coms We've Loved Before, and big surprise, it's about all the rom-coms we've loved before. Yeah. Um. We started this podcast just to chat about rom, chat about com, and each week we basically rewatch an old favorite or something we haven't seen before, a rom-com, and then we talk about it and we give our myriad opinions. Yeah, and I get drunk, and you get drunk. Yeah, pretty much. Mm, that's it. That's it's a good the whole time. plan. It's really just for shits and gigs, so don't take it too seriously. Yeah, um, especially if you have strong opinions about podcasts. Um, I was going to say, like, who's that one guy that you hate that has, like, he kisses like a fish? He's Ugh, in love, actually. Colin Firth. I could not remember Colin Firth's name for I a couple I love Colin seconds. Firth, but I hate the way he kisses, and I'll never get over it. Yeah, so if you have issues, or if you can't listen to criticism about Colin Firth, this podcast is not for you. Certainly not. And also, at me. Yeah. <laughs> Start a fight. Have you ever fought someone before? I have. Yeah? That's yeah. cool. Not really. I mean, that's bad. That's terrible. Sorry. Well, I mean, I was defending myself, so it was okay. That's cool. <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, <laughs> so music and lyrics. Wait, who does the informal synopsis and who does the formal one? I think I did the informal last time, so I believe it's your turn. Yep. Okay. Sucks to suck, bitch. So music and lyrics made in 2007 starring Hugh Grant and Drew Barrymore. And that guy from Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> I love him. Whose name I cannot remember I don't know right his now. name either, but I love him. Um, Hugh Grant plays a washed-up 80s pop star from the band Pop. Amazing. And so writes good. insanely catchy music. So catchy. And um, basically, flash forward to 2007, Hugh Grant is playing high school reunions. It's my favorite thing. He's a... Uh, only playing the hits from back in the day literally and he gets an offer to write a song for a britney spears-esque pop icon named cora who um basically was a huge pop fan wants him to write a song for her and he has a week to do it anyways in insert drew barrymore who plays sophie fisher and 
she's supposed to just water his plants. Mm-hmm. Turns out she's a great lyricist. Uh, really good with words. <laughs> and then they link up, do some songwriting, get into some songwriting shenanigans. We find out Drew Barrymore, as Sophie, is the inspiration for this guy who sucks, who wrote a book about her, and now she's kind of living in that shadow. Hugh Grant mm-hmm. will do anything for a dollar. Uh, <laughs> and um, that means compromise his lyrical integrity. They have a fallout. There's a confrontation. He still performs at Madison Square Garden with Cora. There's a lot of drim dram. There is. And basically wins back her love because he stays true to what the song's original integrity whatever is. And that's the yeah. movie. And he also writes another cute song. Oh, he does. About her. Mm-hmm. About Sophie. So, and, yeah. Here is the formal synopsis off of um, Google because I'm a modern woman. I love that. Right? Mm-hmm. So... Former music, oh, yep. Former music superstar Alex Fletcher, Hugh Grant, used to pack them in, pack them in back in the 1980s. What does that mean? Pack them in? Yeah. He used to pack them in. Pack them into the stadium, like the crowds. Oh, okay. Or maybe packing his huge, massive balls into tight pants. All of the above. Yeah, probably. All of the above. It's one of those options. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, so uh, Alex Fletcher used to pack them in back in the 1980s, but now he is reduced to playing nostalgia tours and county fairs. He scores a chance at a major comeback when reigning, in, when reigning pop diva Cora Corman, Haley Bennett, asks him to write a song for her, but he hasn't written anything in years and cannot compose lyrics anyway. Noticing that Sophie, Drew Barrymore, the plant lady, has a way with words, Alex proposes that he and Sophie make beautiful music together, and then beautiful love. Is that really part of the synopsis? No, I added that. Mm, I liked it for dramatic effect. <sighs> Thank you. I think we hit the high notes. Mm-hmm. I think we hit the low notes. Yeah. I think we hit the medium notes. Yeah. This is a very melodic <laughs> uh, synopsis yeah oh my god okay where should we even start um i want to start with the fact that it was released on valentine's day 2007 i love that right they were like "Ooh, love music a chance at money drew barrymore mm-hmm. at her finest 2007 was probably the beginning of the end for her yeah not the end but the beginning of the decline i feel bad saying that because i really i mean she's fine i don't think she's like in bad things yeah do you think but, she's but, in bad things no but she oh. her peak was like late 90s right mm, i guess so but that's when she had like all those druggy roles Early and 90s. then she was in a ton of rom-coms and mm. then now she's in like movies where she has to be a mom yeah or a journalist right so like or someone's quirky aunt <laughs> I don't Instead know. of being the quirky plant lady, she's now the quirky aunt. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God. So oh, or like... now she like eats people on that show. Oh my god, that's so true. I like that show. I don't that's watch fun. it because the advertisements looked a little too gross. I for only me. watched like the first season, but I did like it. Santa Clarita. Yeah. Something. Yeah, she eats people, and then that no, guy. She's like a cannibal. <laughs> it's very strange, but I really like it. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't expect it, but. It's an interesting I like that role. that's the role she was like, you know, why not? <laughs> Television. Not that hard. Um, did you like this movie? This was your first time watching it. Yeah, so this is my first time seeing this. 
and you've hyped it up. Yeah. And I have to say, I really liked it. Yeah, I right? really did. Like, yeah. I mean, I have my issues with it, oh, which we'll sure. we'll get into. For um, sure. Also, listeners, if you haven't listened to us before, I frequently bring up issues. Yeah. <laughs> issues I have with representation of women and minorities in film. Yeah. Especially rom-coms. Um, so anyway, I really liked this movie. I thought it was... So, I love Hugh Grant. I always love him. Pretty much love him in everything except for in his real life when, you know, he gets blowjobs from prostitutes. But I like him in everything that he does. It's just like, why would he need... He doesn't yeah, need there to was pay someone no to have point. sex. <laughs> I just don't get it. I, there's probably a million I'm like, women anyway. There was so much more you could be doing than that yeah but we all make mistakes whatever yeah maybe he's proud of it i don't know whatever either way but i don't paddington movies (laughs) i love that paddington is an icon i'm not disagreeing with you so um but you know what i don't love drew barrymore she always kind of annoys me like I don't know. I think just growing up, I found her more irritating than charming. But I get why people find her charming. But I have to say, in this movie, she was the... I liked her the most in this movie than in any other movie I've seen her in. Interesting. Like, I thought she herself was the least annoying. Even though her character was super annoying. But I thought she was good. Do you know what I mean? Interesting. Mm -hmm. Because I... Do you hate her in this? Hate her in this. I mm. hate her character. Well, her character in this. sucks. The worst. Her character's like, oh, I'm a pussy ass bitch well, and I'm super annoying. Okay, here's. It's this like is why I think I like this manic movie so much. Shit. Yeah, exactly. She's for sure a manic pixie I hate dream girl. It. Wears like leggings underneath shorts, like a fucking. Hated freak. that outfit. Yeah, the worst. But I've, I've definitely worn it before, but yeah, I hated it. Me too. Um, Probably in 2007, but I was, hated it. In the peak. Um. Here's the thing. In 2007, watching that movie, because I watched it when it first came out. Did you see it in theaters on Valentine's Day? Did you go with a group of friends in seventh grade? Watched it with a group of friends when it came out on DVD that fall. So, wow. Did you buy the DVD? No. Someone else did. Oh. Not me. <laughs> wow. I want to hear from that person. Everyone in Florida, if you're listening, yeah. let me know if you bought the DVD. Yeah. Did you buy the music and lyrics DVD? Let us know. I had never even heard of this movie until you brought it up to wow, me. Wow, that's insane. Because Which is lyrics- crazy because it has Hugh Grant in it. <laughs> yeah, and this has two of my favorite things in the world, which is... Music uh, and lyrics? Music <laughs> and Hugh Grant. Yeah, exactly. Mm, okay. Um, and romance, obviously. Obviously, rom and com. God. Anyways, so it, when oh, I watched I've it, I missed you so much. I know. I've this is so cute. <laughs> I'm so happy to be back. Oh, Aww. Yeah, me too. Sorry, guys. I'm just feeling emotional. I cried <laughs> a lot in the last week. Just emotional about it's my life. It's been an eventful week for you. It has, but but back to sorry, back to what you're saying. I just oh. got overwhelmed by how much I love you. Anyways, when you first wa- when I first watched this, I loved Drew Barrymore's character because that was the peak of like loving oh, manic pixie yes. dream girls in movies. I bet you were like, that's me. I was like, oh my god. You're like, she's I'm so a quirky writer. and funny. Yeah. Oh my god. I, to- I can totally see it. I yeah. probably would have loved her too. Yeah, exactly. But oh, that's no. how I felt about like everything. And quirky. In 2008, I'm like, oh, that's like a fun, cool person and right? I want to be her. And isn't that sad that that's what we were 
like shown all the time and we grew up thinking like it's cool to be that girl yes it's cool to be like the girl who needs the guy to solve her ex her problems with her ex yeah and like it's painful it's painful anyways so that's so the reasons I found it funny in 2007 are completely different than the reasons I found it funny now. I can see that. You know what I mean? Do you have an example, now, though? Now it's just like, I'm laughing at, like, the fucking shit they say. I know. Because it's so funny. In 2007, I feel like the idea, like, I was just laughing because I'm like, this situation is just crazy, you know? <laughs> like, that's how I felt. But now it's, she's saying things like, he's not a jerk, he's a National Book Award winner. I know, I love that line. <laughs> I was like, that's hilarious. I know, I know. There's, yeah, and the, also Hugh Grant wearing tiny pants dancing. I loved his outfits, his stage outfits. So good. Thrilled his fucking me. dance moves. Hilarious. I also, oh my god. Well, okay, so I was watching this um, while I was like laying in bed with my mom and my dog. Mm-hmm. And um, my mom sort of like glances over and sees it, and she's never seen it. And she goes, he's channeling Hugh Grant. <laughs> and I was like... Mom, that is Hugh Grant. And she was like, oh, because it came up at a point, like, she looked over at a point where he was dancing. Yeah. And she was like, oh, he's doing the same dance moves. <laughs> and, like, so she was just really laughing at how his dance moves, like, don't change from Love Actually to this to, like, Notting Hill. Yeah. Like, they're it's the, the same, same three dance moves. In ev- oh, whoops. In every movie. And my mom was like, he never changes in any movie he's in. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah. That's his that's his type, bitch. It's what Not he's bitch, like. He's like stuff. what he's like, you know? Yes. Yeah, but I was going to say how thrilled I was at the amount of scarves in this movie. The tiny scarves. Tiny scarves. No functional Do purpose. Do they serve a purpose? No. No. But Hard no. Are they adding some you sparkle and pink to your outfit? I'm keeping my clavicle warm. Yeah, exactly. Just the clavicle. <laughs> that's it. Like, I- neck, no. Still cold. Chest, still cold. Clavicle toasty this was the peak of also maybe limited to oh. and lizzie mcguire mm. and it, God, early McGuire, hannah montana where she was like tiny scarves mm-hmm. tiny mm. scarves that's what i'm saying hannah montana was really into tiny scarves right? yeah i it makes me feel like so when i was watching this and i was just seeing the sheer volume of tiny scarves yeah I was just transported back to every time I watch Love Actually and think about the amount of turtlenecks. Right. You know? Yeah. Really big turtlenecks. Mid two thousands mid two thousands is for the tiny scarves because early two thousands is for the turtlenecks. Tiny scarves are a fashion statement. Mm-hmm. Turtlenecks are practical. Yeah, they are. You know? And Love Actually is a a practical movie. But will I point this out? After people stopped wearing tiny scarves in two thousand seven was 2008 the great recession so is there a correlation there i would say most people spend their money on tiny scarves yeah exactly and then obviously the recession happened it crashed it crashed the u.s economy tiny scarves crashed the economy it wasn't the housing crisis it was scarves and then limited to went out of business and i don't think i've ever known joy since then honestly Honestly, feels like their fault too i (laughs) I'm feeling extremely victimized <laughs> right now. Yeah, I, I would concur. I'm really on the vocabulary game today, I feel like. Yeah, I know. You've been using big words just, left and right. I have I feel like I've rejuvenated my brain. I didn't even mean to use a big word there, but I just did. Wow, it's like you went to Jeju, but it's for your like mind. It's like I did. <laughs> God. 
I love it. I'm just a wealth of knowledge. Oh my god. <coughs> Sorry. Bless your ass. Um. Anyway. What was your favorite part of this movie? And your least favorite part? My favorite part of this movie was the pop music video. Yeah, right? Right? So good. The only thing I didn't like about that was Hugh Grant's hair, but I loved it also. Exactly. It was just a lot. I loved the music video. So good. That was my favorite part. Best st- way to start a romantic comedy. Mm-hmm. Best way. For hands sure. Hands down. I mean, you can't go wrong. Uh, like, what is that movie? Oh, you know, Sheets of Egyptian Cotton. You know. Oh, yes. I do know. Uptown uh, Girls? No. Is that what, it, isn't that what it's called? Is it really? Uptown Girls with Brittany know. Murphy and um, LLL. Sheets of Egyptian Cotton. Really? I think so. That was in another movie. I could not tell you maybe i'm wrong it is okay so sarah and i both just got fitbits oh yeah and my fitbit just said to me feed me 97 steps oh mine says 88 steps wow you're ahead of me i hate i it kind of puts a little bit of pressure on me well i just know i'm gonna get all my steps in tonight at work so that's great i know i won't i'm I'm gonna get high and then i'm gonna go to bed (laughs) well i put my watch on yesterday right before i went to work so i got in the mail yesterday put it on Mm mm-hmm Went to work, and by the time I went to sleep, I had had, like, almost 10,000 steps. That's nuts. And that was just from work. Wow. And I was like, whoa. Here's the thing. I didn't that's realize. I lost 20 pounds in a month. Yeah, that's great for you. Well, no, is it? Was, it was incredibly unhealthy. Oh, never mind. It's okay. I put on put back on some weight. We're good. Okay. You're fluctuating. I'm I'm actually more balanced now. Like, I'm, I went down, like, now I'm probably down a solid 15 and I'm maintaining that. That's good. You know? I need yeah. to put more muscle on, though. Anyway. For fighting people. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your least favorite part of this movie? Ugh. Is there a least favorite scene or a least favorite just, like, is it just Drew Barrymore in general? Like, <laughs> I get that. Yeah. My least favorite scene is when they're at the restaurant. Yeah. And... Drew Barrymore changes into the other lady's oh, dress. So and bad. Wait, wait, wait. So I have multiple feelings about this. So she changes into the other lady's dress. And as this was amping up, you know, she's in the bathroom. She's freaking out. Hugh comes over to talk to her. And I'm thinking, okay, we are amping up to a great little revenge scene. Revenge hit me. You know, this is going to be great. I'm going to love it. She's wearing a bomb-ass red dress. Yeah. She looks phenomenal. Smells like grime. Love it. And then she fucks the whole thing up. Yeah. And I, I was really amped up for, like, an empowerment scene. Yeah. And then it got snatched out from under me. Yeah. By Mark Lawrence, director, writer. You can tell this movie was written by a man also. Yeah. Um, But anyway, snatched out from under me, and she, like, got walked all over by this fucking author, Sloan Cates or whatever. Yeah. Both shitty names. I'm sorry to my old roommate Sloan. Your name isn't shitty. I just mean as a man's name, Sloan Cates. Terrible. Yeah, as Hate a character it. name. Hate it. Not good. Um, <laughs> no <laughs> offense to my old roommate. <laughs> it was my college roommate. Every Sloan in the world is like, I, I, unsubscribe. I hate your name. <laughs> <laughs> unsubscribe. Christina's stupid too. <laughs> there's enough. so many Christinas. There's so many Sarahs, bitch. There's a thousand. No, there's way more than that. There's like a billion Sarahs in this world. I, I'm at least half a billion Sarahs, to be honest. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I yeah, agree. So that's my least favorite scene. Restaurant it really scene? pissed me off. T- 
terrible. It just pissed me off. so bad. And I hated that, like, I really just wanted, even when Hugh Grant chimed in and was like, see, here's the thing, Sloane, uh, you know, he started the speech for her. Mm-hmm. I wanted her to finish it. Mm-hmm. But she just was a fucking doormat. And I was like, ugh. bitch, stop being such a sack. I know. Like, ugh. And this just makes me, like, that just pissed me off for so many reasons. But the primary reason, other other than the fact that I was amped up for an empowerment scene and then got hugely let down, mm. um, the other reason is that I was just like, this was so clearly written by, like, a white man who just, like, wants his women to be a little bit weak and, like, super reliant on him. And it just pissed me off, you know? I agree. And also, I thought it was stupid that they are clearly two different sizes, and yet the the dress fit perfectly on Drew Barrymore? Fake. Yeah. False. Agree. False. Like, that would literally never work for me, because I, like, although I am slender, Yeah. I am also, like, thick. And you're also tall. Yes. So, like, my rib cage is just real big. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, like, that would never work for me. And so I'm a little bitter about it. No. It never worked for me. I can never borrow friends' clothes. I'm just, like. Got a big rib cage. I'm built like a linebacker except short. I'm I'm built like like a a linebacker except a linebacker. (laughs) Like a regular linebacker. Look at these shoulders. Yeah, you do have, like, broad broad shoulders. They're broad and they're muscly. Someone told me I was built the other day. And I was like, is that like in a nice way? No, I think it was an insult. Well, how about they fucking they were die? Like, yeah, you look really muscly for a girl. Whatever. And I was like, this Have feels fun in like hell. your toxic masculinity being threatened by my muscles. Yeah, you're jealous that you could probably fucking crack his head like a coconut man <laughs> or something. Precisely that. Exactly. Let's uh, hype you up now. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. What did I do this week? Nothing. <laughs> I support you. Thanks. You drank an orange vanilla Coke. I did. It's bringing me so much joy that orange vanilla Coke is coming out. I really want to try it now just because of you. It's You're an influencer. <laughs> wow. Wow. But you introduced me to the Bare Minerals. Tinted oh, moisturizer. Yes. I'm not even going to lie. Changed my life, everybody. Dude, so. okay. I have another recommendation. Okay. So the Bare Minerals. Okay. Bare Minerals, if you want to sponsor me. Yeah. Hit sponsored a sponsored by Bare Minerals. I've got strong opinions. <laughs> so <laughs> also I like subscribe to, or not subscribe, but I'm in this, I do this thing called Influencer where you like review things and they send you free stuff and then you review them. Ooh. And recently they sent me, I actually, I have it with me. I wanted to show it to you because it's we're the same shade. <laughs> we're both uh, shade name bamboo. Bamboo, which sounds racist for Sarah me. Sarah thought it was racist until it was my shade too. Yeah, but when you Google bamboo on their website, is it an Asian person? It's an Asian person. Fuck. That. I know. Okay. Well, anyway, so they sent me this bare minerals complexion rescue foundation stick, hydrating foundation stick with SPF twenty five. So it's this. It's a foundation stick. You can see. I have. I think I have a brush with me if you want to try it later. Um, I like that. Yeah, and it's like the, first of all, perfect color for my skin. Yeah. Bamboo, Asian yeah. lady, here I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and it stays on, so it's like a, basically a foundation version of the tinted moisturizer. It is fantastic. Wow, we like, really should be getting sponsored by Bare Minerals right now. I know. Damn it. I'm going to do what I can. <laughs> I'm going to message them. Be like, Listen, I've been hyping you up on yeah. my pod and in my daily life. 
You're welcome. <laughs> Make you a model. Yeah. Um, and but yeah. you, you, d- you look like a Glossier model. Thank you. Oh, my you God. Really that picture you sent me was angelic. Oh, gee, thanks. Uh, where, what were you even talking about? Fucking Your favorite scene and least favorite scene, right? Yes. Okay. My favorite scene would be any scene in which Hugh Grant sings. <laughs> Hands down. <laughs> Hands down. Hilarious. I agree. Epitome of comedy. He's not a good singer, right? He's not. <laughs> Which like, makes this movie even better to me. <laughs> I, I agree. I feel like you could have gone very different directions. But the thing is, like, Mark Lawrence, the, um, also Mark with a C. Mark with a C, Lawrence. Yeah. On, he, like, only uses Hugh Grant as leads in his movies. Right. And, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> Just also that. Oh, that's so it. He was that's like, all you wanted he to He can't okay. sing. Doesn't matter. Yeah. He's the lean. He, make him a washed up 80s star. I just want someone to do that to me. I love it. Anyways, and then it was just like, and the, the idea of Hugh Grant being musically talented is also hilarious to yeah. me. Just like the fact he was fucking slapping that bass. Like, <laughs> recording music. That was so funny. Oh my God. And the fact that he has no rhythm. None. Just in general. At all. Like you can tell in every movie. No rhythm. That boy does not know how to move. No, he has zero idea. He has never been a dancer. But you know what he will do is act like he is. And charm me. Yeah. While he's doing it. And he's <laughs> so goddamn charming. God he damn. is. My. What is it? Least favorite part of this movie is that I think it really, really, really needed a scene where he meets the other guy from Pop. Yeah, I agree. Don't I you feel thinking, like when that? was he going to come up? Yeah, I felt like that was going to be, like, the confrontation on his side. Because yeah. she got the confrontation with The Sloan author. Cates. Yeah, her old professor. Shitty Sloan Cates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but he never got his with, what's his face, Colin. Yeah, and I just was like, oh, this is kind oh. of a bummer. Another but. day, another lackluster Colin, am I right? Yeah, really. Collins of the world, step up your game. Step it up. Unless you're Colin Frissel of Love Actually, yeah. who I love. <laughs> he's got a big knob. And he's got a big knob. Great line. Great line. I am Colin, god of sex. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite part. Oh my god. Hmm. This movie, though, will I had so many fucking like good lines, just it like singular, really that caught me off guard and like made me laugh. Truly, I kept trying to take screenshots, but fucking Netflix has that like block up or whatever where they don't let you take screenshots. <sighs> so annoying. I know. I used to always do it on my old iPad because yeah. it like can't do it, but now it's just too old that Netflix won't even work on it. Wow. You know, it's real sad. Um, I. Also, the part where she's going to open her sister's weight loss center, and he's like, y- y- "No one grows up in Florida unless you're an orange." I'm like, "God damn it!" Attacked. <laughs> Attacked. That was a direct attack on me. Literally, I feel personally victimized. As you should. Um, but yeah, there's just so many like good random lines in this. I know it was surprising. It was. God surprising i wasn't expecting it but i kept wanting to be like ah that's really funny i want to take a screenshot of that <laughs> use it as a meme yeah but um then i forgot and it you know yeah um let's delve into why we hate drew barrymore's character so much yeah maybe uh just first i want to read you the reviews yeah um, oh for sure 
All right, we can save it till later, actually, if you want. No, let's do that. That sounds okay. good. Um, and then we can delve into why we hate Drew Barrymore's character. Yeah. Because that's going to be a long segment. Yeah, it feels like it. I have a lot to say. <laughs> so, um, as you all know, I'm using Set It Up as my baseline. <laughs> <laughs> because it's just the only rec- only uh, IMDb rating that I can remember. Uh so music and lyrics got a 6.5 out of 10 on IMDb, which is the same rating as Set It Up. What do you, do you, like, does that strike a chord with you? Oh, interesting. Which I feel like it wasn't as good as Set It Up. It wasn't as good as Set It Up. Right? So Wait. I don't know why. Anyway, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 62% and Metacritic 59%, which I feel like, you know, accurate enough. Mm-hmm. And then Google users 91% liked this movie because it's enjoyable, but it's also sexist. It is. So... Um, also like no people of color yep whatsoever and the hotel lobby guy was named con and i'm like i was like that feels like you could have done better it feels like when jk rowling named what's her name cho chang you know what i'm saying (laughs) yes um agreed and then like the patels yeah i was like you could have there's a lot of different names you could have chosen yeah and it just kind of felt, you know, a little too on the nose for me, but... It was like, ooh, throw him in there. Yeah. Not um, great. And then also, clearly, Cora, who is the main mm-hmm. pop star in this, has some hardcore objectification of... Uh, uh, cultural <laughs> appropriation of literally any Eastern Asian country? Yes. Um, <laughs> I liked when Drew Barrymore's character referred to it as an orgasm set to the Gandhi soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, that yeah. felt right. There was a lot of moaning. Yeah. That being said, I loved Cora as a character. Yeah. I, she was ambiguous. <laughs> All the songs that she had, like, take it on down to Booty Town. Um, Slam. It was oh, enter- okay. It's also called Entering Booty Town. Entering, okay, that's And the was. lyrics were like, it was like, because... The way to his heart is through booty town. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, wow. Song about anal. Yeah. (laughs) Guys love anal. Yeah. Apparently. Apparently. According to Cora. The slam. My personal favorite, Buddha's Delight, which is the, ooh, shanti, shanti. (laughs) Oh, my God. And they were like, what does that mean? (laughs) Oh. And then she also had a song called Slam, which is when... She was playing at Madison Square Garden, the song Slam, where she's like, now my body, your body want to slam. Like, yeah. And that was playing when Hugh Grant and Drew Barrymore had their little reunion. Oh, my God. And I loved it. I just. And also when she was just like, I just want to dance. Like, Shakira's <laughs> breathing down my neck. Honestly, I really related to that. <laughs> I just want to dance. I really liked her after I heard that line. She's like, I just want to dance. <laughs> You know what? She's staying true to herself. And I loved all her outfits. Uh, her the, very, very Britney outfits. Another reference to an obscure USA TV show, but Cora's manager is the doctor on yes, Royal on, Pains. No, oh, I was going to say he's the coach on Glee. He's the coach on Glee? Yeah. I thought it was the doctor on Royal Pains. I, I don't watch Royal Pains. Oh, it's a USA show from like 2009. Of course, of course. <laughs> Which well, is my only reference. The much more famous show, Glee. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> He's like the teacher, Mr. S- I don't know, Mr. Something. Is he really? And yeah, and he also, like, in that show, I'll literally never forget when he sings the thong song. Thong, the thong, thong, thong. Matthew Morrison. Yeah. Oh my God. And his you curly are hair. Right. Why did I think he was the doctor on. Well, maybe he is. No, he's definitely the 
the guy on Glee. Were you think? Are you thinking of the actor in New Girl, who's the British teacher that Zoe Deschanel's character gets with? Uh, no, I'm because they look similar. This and he's guy. also in uh, Pretty Little Liars. That I'm guy. thinking of Mark Feuerstein, who is just the general other looking Jewish man who looks oh, exactly yeah. like they Matthew Morrison to me. I get that. Yeah. Um, yeah Sorry, but Matthew white Morrison's people. Like slightly uglier. I agree. I mean, a little more than slightly. Like, he's like weird looking, but it works for him, works for his vibe. Yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, what else happens in this movie that. Wait, I wanted. There was something else I was going to touch on. Uh, her sister was hilarious. I thought. I loved her sister's Rhonda. character. Rhonda. There was her. a lot of strong secondary characters yes. in this movie, it felt yeah, like. Yeah, I would say so. The manager. Um, also Chris, hilarious. That was his name? Yeah, Chris? his name. Brad Garrett in real life. Oh, I yes. I love him. I love how weirdly large he is. He's so tall. He makes Hugh Grant look like how my height. Is what is his name? Brad Garrett? Brad Garrett. He was on Everybody Loves Raymond. I don't know. And he talks like this, kind of. Yeah. He <laughs> He's six. Uh, six He's six, eight. eight. He's he is Holy a monster, shit. and I love him. He's 58. I, oh, he's, oh, he's divorced. I was going to say, he could be my sugar daddy. <laughs> Listen, I'm in the market. I just didn't realize how much I loved him until I, like, right? saw him in something, and I'm like, oh, my God, I yeah, love I do love this guy. I love him. His comic timing is hilarious I'm because gonna he talks. I'm going to tweet him ask him if he's looking for a sugar baby. Yeah, he's just, <laughs> I agree. I think you should. Well. I love him. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways. Oh, he responded to a tweet eight hours ago. Carrie, at Carrie Jersey. Carrie with an I. Yeah. K-E-R. K-E-R-R-I. Where is this going? You're fantastic in everything, Brad. And he goes, oh, I wish that was true. Sorry, let me do it in his voice. Oh, I wish that was true, Carrie, but thank you. <laughs> I love it. You want to get a slice of cheesecake after this? You want to get some cheesecake after this? I'm not I'm not even sure what's happening anymore, but I like it. <laughs> I didn't I realize s- that was one of your many uh, accents that you can I have, do. I have a lot. Yeah, you're really just my favorite kind of humor. Thank you. I also wish there was a chase scene in this movie. Okay, but there is a chase scene. Yeah, it's just, but it's just not him chase- singing. No, 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 no. There oh. is a chase scene. Yeah. The chase scene is where... He and her, what are their names? Sophie and Alex. Thank you. Sophie and Alex. That is something I have a problem with. I never pay attention to the names in movies. Yeah, it's me too, though. (laughs) Sophie and Alex run, well, they run and they take a car to the airport to catch Cora to give her the song. Oh, yeah. It's like an extensive chase scene, and I loved it. Okay, I forgot about that. I was like, well, this is a little bit alternative into it. Yeah. 100%. Also, does Madison Square Garden look like that on the inside? I have no idea. I've never been. Because it kind of looked like a megachurch to me, and I was like, oh, oh is this what it is? <laughs> I'm like, interesting. Megachurches are an interesting thing. It just, like, the way that They're like a giant venue. I, yeah, apparently they're like small Madison Square Gardens. I would not be surprised by that. <laughs> how they get people. Yeah. With the glamour. And the big screens. And the splendor. Yeah. I don't know. And the carpeting. <laughs> also that. Probably comfy seats. Maybe. We'll know. I'll never know. I probably will never be there ever. Um, but yeah. Let's see. What else about this movie did I enjoy? All the lyrics are cheesy as fuck and I love them. 
Yeah, I was wondering, do you feel like these songs would actually have been hits? Because I'm going to say no. The one that they write for the end, definitely no. Right? The it's one not where that good for Cora. Make your way into love or whatever. The way back into love. Yeah, that never, whatever. I was just like, these, first of all, do not fit her personal brand. No. This song. like, And also it was kind of dated for 2007. Right? It felt more like a 90s ballad that like yeah, maybe like, Mariah Carey would have sang. Not even. Or it would have been like a B-roll like, for Whitney. Like, the way back into love. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Would it have was been like, a lot. It was like a B-side for uh, Hillary Duff. Nope. Yes. Haley Duff. Not yeah. even. Oh. It, it wouldn't wow. have even been Hillary Duff. You hit the nail on the yeah, head. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay. Yeah. Wow. It's like Metamorphosis track 18 God, or whatever. Metamorphosis was, was an amazing album. Yeah, I mean, it definitely, I felt let that. Let the rain fall down oh. and wake my dreams. Let it wash away. The, I don't know. I don't know, know but like talk about lyricism. Yeah, exactly. I mean, who is her writer? Better be her. It was probably Drew Barrymore. What I wanted to say was, it really felt like Drew Barrymore in this movie, also 2007, was like the last year that actresses could like not have veneers and have their real teeth and have them not be a hundred percent white and like be the lead in a romance. Everyone has like perfect teeth nowadays. Like they all have perfect fake teeth. I Even have pretty like, much perfect teeth, though, so I guess that's why I never think about it. Oh, I do not. And it makes me self-conscious because my teeth never are maybe noticed. like 10 shades darker than they should be or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? That is not accurate. It's like, they're just like dark because all I do is just drink the worst things for me possible. And then I'm it's like. soda. Yeah. And antibiotics as a child, probably. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. Who knows? Um, but yeah, no. I, um. It's like the, it feels like the last year before huh. everyone, every like famous woman, I feel like got veneers. That is so weird. That is such a niche complaint. I, <laughs> it, is, it is. I've never thought about it. Wow. Like I have this one gap in my teeth mm-hmm. right here. Yeah. So it's like not even in the center. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like off center. I would um, never notice unless you pointed it out. I can. Thing. You can tell like if I. If I, like, am in a picture from this side, mm-hmm. you can really see it. Yeah. But if I'm in this side, you can't. Or yeah. if I'm straight on, you don't really notice it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm always, like, so self-conscious about it because other than that, my teeth are perfect. I never had braces or anything. Wow. Um, I know. So I'm, like, super aware of it. Yeah. But I would, I never think about it when I'm on camera. Wow. So, like, I would never think about – I don't really think about other people's teeth unless they're horrific. Maybe it's just me. I'm, like, extremely self-conscious about or my teeth. maybe people who don't have perfect teeth or didn't have braces just think Notice about it, it more. Yeah. Because Michael has never had braces either, mm-hmm. and his teeth are basically, like, perfect. Do you know if he ever thinks about it? I could tell you right now he doesn't. But also, it's because he's a man, and he probably doesn't think about anything it's because he's else. Michael. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. but me, it's just something I'm, like, hyper-conscious of. I don't Interesting. know. I've never but noticed. Yeah. Anyways, think um, about that, Hollywood. Yeah. With your fake teeth. Veneers. Everyone has them. But no thanks. <laughs> I hate myself. Um, <laughs> what else do we have going on in this movie? Let's talk about how much we hated Drew Barrymore's character and why. Let's delve in. You, do you want to start or do you want me to start? I think you should start. Okay, here's why I hate her. 
literally, could you get any, just like, I feel like characters like her, they're like, what are like three random things, and then let's write it into her personality. Literally. And it's like, oh, she loves plants, her sister has a weight loss facility, and, um, oh, she loves wearing leggings underneath shorts. (laughs) And then that's it. (laughs) I honestly just hated how much of a for lack of a better term pussy ass bitch they made her yeah so she well a sack ass bitch is Mm -hmm. really what i want to say i just want to clarify that um she's a sack ass bitch she has nothing she really wants there's no needs her wants and needs are totally just like given up because they never even say like what she aspires to do other than like be a writer but she doesn't even do that by the end of it like she's a songwriter now which is different yeah i just i i just want to see this like the other way around yeah you know yeah and i hate that like she needed him yeah for so many things i also hate that they like romanticize this sort of kind of a mess woman who like just works at her sister's business and like is super shamey about her uh past and they're like oh that's cute and it's quirky and she asks a lot of questions and is um like secretly super smart but not outwardly but she gets cut on like a cactus yeah like very weird it's like they're like oh she's an idiot like she's cute and ditzy but secretly really good at rhyming yeah and i'm like this is not a character. Like, yeah, it's... being good at rhymes and also an idiot does not a character make. No. <laughs> Mark Lawrence. Yeah. Anyways, just terrible. I, she, it was just, like, awful to watch her through this movie. She's like, guess I'm going to do this now. Guess we're going to sleep together now. Yeah, like, she, she was just no... so passive about literally everything. Yeah. Other than, like, keeping integrity in the song, which came out of left field like that's the thing she wants to care about yeah and he's like oh you're so stubborn and it's like what has she been stubborn about yeah she's literally what let everyone walk all over her this entire movie exactly wait i don't i just don't get it i don't yeah she's a terrible character um i just don't i don't understand she also seems a lot younger than hugh grant yeah they definitely say that in the thing like she is a younger person yeah i don't know which i get but also it's like you know not thrilling yeah i don't uh, i don't care that much about that i just i think i'm still just super hung up on the fact that like they just paint her as this idiot yeah who is never gonna succeed or follow her dreams or do anything all because of men yeah basically you know and it's like like she can't like she's like originally you know she was just on her path living her life right going to school whatever got derailed by a man he ruins her life so it's like he has all control over her yeah which i hate and then you know, they separate ways. He still has a ton of control over her. Her life is derailed because of this man. And then as it goes on, it's like she it's not at all 
like she can be a full and complete person and have learned and moved on and dealt with her shit Mm -hmm. and become like a whole human being on her own it's like she has to meet a man and he's gonna fix her yeah it kind of felt like she just got passed off from like the professor guy to you grant it was just like that's it they were like why they're like oh let's give her this backstory side note it's all about men yeah they really just could have cut that whole backstory backstory and then added a scene where he confronts his old bandmates because that makes way more sense does make more sense he has to confront the fact that he's washed up which he kind of doesn't do yeah he does but he kind of like glides through it you know i just don't like that this movie even pretends to have a deep female character it's like if you're gonna make a movie about a man just make it about the man don't even like don't give us this faux female character like but you know they need a sex object so right yeah i don't know it just it pisses me off and i don't like to see that yeah i was still charmed by this which says a lot about my conditioning yeah i was in the culture we grew up in it's because i love a good fucking musical and this also came out probably the peak time in my life where i was like the epitome of oh i was born in the wrong decade i should have been born in the 80s you know like (laughs) that's exactly probably how i 2007 i was like 11 12 something like that so i probably was like oh flock of seagulls i love that band i ran what a good song you know it's like like fucking stupid idiot me would have been like well i was peak her yeah i was peak like i'm secretly smart but i'm ditzy i'm a fucking idiot yeah (laughs) i'm so dumb and charming but also Look at my test scores. You know? Take me to get breakfast. Also, I went to Brandeis. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Super casual. Yeah. (laughs) Super casual. Um, I also don't love Brandeis. It should have been like Harvard. (laughs) That would have been funny. What's the, like, is Brandeis the all women school? No. What's the Um, all women school that's like. Yeah. That's what I figured it would have been. Something like that. Yeah. But. Say la vie. We didn't write this fucking movie. Yeah. If we did. We should write a rom-com. We should write a rom-com. All of it's just songs. <laughs> just songs and all women. Yeah. No men. It's a rom-com for women by women. Mm-hmm. It's a lesbian rom-com. Mm-hmm. It's a les rom-com. rom-com. Le rom-com. Le rom-com. Le rom-com. <laughs> Escargo. <laughs> uh, oh, God. What? Do, here, let's do some fun facts. Fun yeah. facts about this movie? For sure. Fun facts, fun facts. How old were you in 2007? Um, I was born in 94, so I was 13. Makes sense. Mark Lawrence also directed, for reference, he wrote Miss Congeniality, wrote Two Weeks Notice, wrote Did You Hear About the Morgans? All with, oh no, not Miss Congeniality, but all the other ones with Hugh Grant. Yes. Um... Did a bunch of things like that. Family Ties was a writer on that show for a long time. Uh, uh, directed, did you hear about the Muse, uh, the Morgans, Two Weeks Notice, all those kind of things. Uh, where was I going with this? Oh, the um, Fun fact. Uh, what's your face? Haley Bennett, who played Cora. Yeah. Um, was oh. born in Florida. I love that. Fort Myers. 
<laughs> I love it. Oh my god, the first trivia is so good. You're gonna what is scream. That? During the premiere of this movie in Amsterdam, a woman pretending to interview Hugh Grant ended up handcuffing herself to him and walking down the red carpet with him. What? That's the best piece of trivia I think I've ever read in my life. <laughs> I don't... I, uh, what? I know. What? <laughs> that takes commitment. Yeah, right? Uh, as a child, Hugh Grant took piano lessons from andrew lloyd weber's mother wow okay um at some point he stopped piano lessons and subsequently forgot what he learned prior to filming the movie he was taught to play the portions where his hands would be visible on the keys <laughs> um makes sense because mm-hmm. hugh grant has zero rhythm or musical talent mm-hmm. <laughs> which makes this movie so much more lovable in my heart i agree it's like la la land except not taking itself seriously i never saw that oh i feel like you'd hate it really yeah i'm interested to see it because i've had such um i've heard such mixed reviews yeah um the uh, where was their holidays are? Martin Fry, lead singer of 1980s pop band ABC, coached Hugh Grant with his singing and dancing for this movie. I love it. I want to know who coined the pop dance move. <laughs> I love it. Um, I love when he says, I have suffered for my art. <laughs> when he's no, like, my yeah. hurts. <laughs> yeah. This was the feature film debut for Haley Bennett. I was just looking at that. I was going to say that. Um... Let's see. Oh, the doctor in the pop music video is played by Danny Michael, who's the production sound mixer. Wait, I wasn't listening. What? Just the production sound mixer also played the doctor during the music video sequence where he brought Hugh Grant oh, back to life. Oh, yeah. That's funny. Um, Let's see. Oh, here. The interior of Madison Square Garden's scenes were actually shot at Nassau Veterans Memorial Coliseum weird place it's um on long island (laughs) okay two different fucking locations if i have ever heard it um alex fletcher's character pays homage to 1980s uk pop duo wham's member andrew ridgely who's the other guy in wham do we know him i don't know i think i fucking know (laughs) (laughs) definitely not uh um, Um, fun fact Haley bennett just had a baby in december Wow, really? Mm-hmm. That's cool. With director Joe Wright. Oh. On December 31st. Joe Wright of Atonement? Uh, yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. I didn't know they were the same age. Maybe I'm just... Uh, he is 46 and she's 31. Okay. So they're not. All right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. Sounds like a romantic drama. <laughs> um, In the record store scene, Alex Fletcher's solo album is besides uh the flying lesbian section. What? Apparently there's a section in that record flying? store where it's just called the flying lesbians i don't get it but i like it i would love this movie if it were lesbians yeah i would too i was thinking that <laughs> i was thinking to myself as i was watching this why couldn't this just have been like two friends yeah why couldn't they just have been been two gals being friends and then i was like well it wouldn't be a rom-com yeah and then i was like well it could have been lesbians <laughs> could have been that's um, what i was thinking that wraps up my fun facts <laughs> that was pretty brief yeah it was pretty brief there weren't like tons of good ones mainly the one about him getting handcuffed to a journalist or fake journalist that. mm-hmm. uh that's probably the best thing i've ever heard in my life um yeah 
man, it's crazy that Hugh Grant has been the topic of so many of our rom-coms. Listen, it's hard for him not to be. He's like the king of rom-coms. He is. Oh, that's an interesting question. Mm -hmm. Who's the king of rom-coms? Hugh Hugh Grant. Grant, Colin Firth. No. Tom Hanks. Oh, Tom Hanks. Sorry. Yeah. Hugh Grant is the prince. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think Hugh Grant is the, the prince. prince. Um, um, I... Coming up in the line, probably Noah Centineo. <gasps> so much so. Yeah. I mean, he's... I, I've said it before and I'll say it again. He's on the come up. He is on the come up. He is on the come up and he is definitely going to star in a thousand rom-coms. And he is and the I king can't of wait. veneers for sure. I wonder. Yeah, he, he definitely. There's no like, way they're real. It feels in my heart. I can't believe it. Let me think, let me find out. I wish I had a list of every celebrity teeth. with fake teeth. If you're a celebrity and you have fake teeth, can you tweet me? Thanks at Sarah Milk Tea. At Sarah Milk Tea. I, I made love my that. Twitter public. Everyone. Ooh. Yes, yeah, so you can retweet me now. Um, I've really evolved as a woman. I think. I would say so. Are his teeth real or are they real fake i would say they're probably just braces you know you know those people yeah who just get braces and then they have those just big white american teeth i can't stand it i can't that's stand what my the mom calls them just have like the whitest color of teeth Actually, on their teeth his aren't like crazy white Oh, mm. look at his cute little face he's a little bit chinless when i'm looking directly on yeah but i'm feeling assaulted by that <laughs> But if you guys had kids, they'd have a strong jawline, I think. They have to. This is like a gene that doesn't just easily go away. Yeah, that's thousands of years of evolution. My strong jawline is my best feature. I agree with you, for sure. I don't know what the fuck this picture is. Of Noah Centineo? Yeah, what the hell is that? (laughs) He looks like he just smoked weed for the first time. And he looks like he has a chin strap to fake that he has a jawline. (laughs) I'm... I'm honestly annoyed. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't notice this sooner. His teeth really are white, though. Am I wrong? I think he just has a big mouth. Big mouth. He's um, is he just tan, and I think his teeth are white. He's a tan white because he's. I'm a. He says I'm Italian, Native American. I believe I have a bit of Puerto Rican in me, and I'm of Dutch. Of course, he's little Puerto Rican. I think he's got a lot going on. He's a. He's a tan white, though. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's just a tan white. Michael. Looks I mean, he has all the privilege tan. of a white man. Yeah, all the privilege of a white man. I love this look because it's Michael's look. Yeah, literally. Just that is wearing Noah glasses. Centineo and Michael's Michael's look. Wearing glasses, a haircut where it's short on the sides but tall on the top, and then like a weird shirt. A weird, weirdly colorful shirt. Yeah. Sorry, I'm trying to find stuff about his teeth. <laughs> we'll search later. I'm just, I'll just tweet him. Are your teeth real? And Tom Hanks for sure has fake teeth at this point. You think? I don't. I've never thought this hard about celebrities' okay. teeth. Maybe it's just something that's a huge point of self-consciousness for me. <laughs> I think so. And it's something I overthink about. Like, I'm compensating for is that I'm thinking about, like, other people's teeth. Yeah. I, I just, I'm... I don't know. I, <laughs> I just I haven't thought about it that much. Like, whose teeth do you think about on a regular basis? Like, like tell me. I'm going to Google like, them. perfect teeth? Yeah, or like, like, when you see them, you're just like, look at those teeth. I bet they're fake. Uh, Man, let me think for a second. Because I feel like so it's so many people just on, like, YouTube for some reason in my head. Uh, Drew Barrymore's not one of them. Uh, who Celebrities has- with fake teeth. I'm Googling. Verniers. Vernier Squad. Jessica Chastain? 
probably the number one. Literally can't even picture her teeth. Uh, they're. I think a lot of people in America just get their teeth fixed. Yeah, I know. But not not fake necessarily. Wow, she's forty one. She looks amazing. Right? Yeah. There's no way these are real. I mean, look at me though. Yeah, your teeth are great. Right? They're perfect. Check them out. I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) I've literally never thought anything wrong with your teeth. Maybe it's just me that I'm like very... I think it is. You're so self-conscious about it, but like, I like your teeth. Thank you. You're welcome. Also, (laughs) my hair's gotten super long. Thanks. Feel good about it? I do. It makes you feel great. We will regrow Mm -hmm. 2K19. Mm. Uh, 2019 is year of growth. Yeah. For our hair. Exactly. Because... I grew out a pixie cut. Yeah. You also grew out a pixie cut. I did, yeah. And that is a rare bond between two people who yeah. have both grown out a pixie. That's true. It is a I'll real- I'll drink to that bitch. Real rare. Yeah. Cheers. Fucking clink, clink. Clink, clink, bitch. Clit to the pit. Mm-hmm. But- We've got to come up with a better saying than that. I know. It's bad, but really, does we'll anyone listen to this podcast enough Definitely to be like- Definitely not this far into it. No. I feel like every, you know, they probably listen to the first, like, 30 minutes, and then they're like, that's enough of that bullshit. <laughs> right? I'll continue this next week. Which is, I feel like we should kind of maybe just have a catch-up now. Okay, yeah. <laughs> right? So what have you been up to lately? Because I, I, will, I want to connect with our listeners on a personal level. That's true. Listeners, what do you want to hear from us? Fucking yeah, let us know, Ricky. Our skincare <laughs> routine? Yeah. Oh, that's something we will talk about I think extensively. I actually will do, um... And probably an Instagram highlight story of my skincare routine these days. Yeah. Maybe some makeup recommendations, only if Bare Minerals sponsors us. Yeah, for real. Bare Minerals, what are you doing, man? Mm, seriously, get to it. It's like that and Glossier. Those are the two big ones for us. You know, I have mixed feelings about Glossier. Oh, their skincare stuff's so good, though. Okay, I did like your jelly. Yeah, is I, I think I'm going to try that after I finish with the drunk elephant one that you gave me. Oh, yeah. that one. I fucking love that one. I'm glad you like it. I really, really like it. Here's my thing is that my skin is so dry. I don't like face washes or cleansers that like, have a feel. lot of foam. Because it just feels like it foam. takes the oil off of my face completely, you know? I feel like it literally melts away every bit of dirt that's been on my face all day i think it's beautiful mm, that that makes sense i would I try that. the jelly though um what other recs you have do you like your lash slick yeah i like my lash slick i like the uh solution like the toner that they have oh really i don't really like their skin tint that much okay i you think it's for bare minerals complexion rescue yeah. tinted hydrating gel cream that's with true. spf 30 bomb.com is great for if you have super chap lips in the middle of the winter time mm. um and then what else do i use that i love from them uh, not boy brow boy oh, not that good the moon mask what's that it's just like a mask it feels like you're putting the moon on your face well that is makes me want to try it yeah we've evolved so much from music and lyrics i know is there any other thoughts we have on that uh i love music i love lyrics i love hugh grant i love tight pants i like yeah yeah I second all of that I also, I feel okay about Drew Barrymore. I hate the character that was written for her by Mark Lawrence. Yeah. Mark Lawrence, you can suck my dick. Mm-hmm. Um, just kidding. If you want to cast me in something, obviously I'll do it. But um, 
Do we but have really, standards? But like, no. But really, like, you need to write better female characters. Yeah. Obviously, Miss Congeniality, you're taking steps. Okay, also. But work on it. It's been 10 years since music and lyrics. So. Yeah, but he hasn't done that much since then. That's true. I mean, well, he's done, like, Miss Congeniality and stuff. But, like, in the last few years, he hasn't done very much. Okay. Um, Miss Congeniality was 2000. Wow. So this was seven years after. You would have think he would have learned. Mm. That doesn't make sense the way I said that, but you would have thought he would have learned. There's yeah. a lot of good lines in this me- movie, though. A lot of good That's humor true. moments. I'm mad, honestly. Mm, yeah, shanty, the last shanty. thing he wrote was the rewrite, which I haven't haven't seen. Seen, and did you hear about the Morgans, which I also didn't see. Uh, and that also might be on Netflix right now, honestly. Probably. Yeah, so I don't feel great about you right now. <laughs> if you want to chat. Yeah. I'm always available. Yeah. Find me on Instagram, at Tina Takes a Tumble. Um, oh, fun fact. I fell over in the kitchen the other day at work. Another tumble. <laughs> Took a tumble. But you didn't hurt your eyes. Solid point. Yeah. I did not get a black eye this time. Yeah, that's good. Um, okay, well, thanks for tuning in, dear yeah. listeners. Thank you, guys. Um, welcome back to us. First yeah. of all, congrats to us for getting this far. This is our, what, 14th, 15th episode? Probably. High five. Nice. Good job, us. Thanks for sticking in. Sticking in. Sounds right. Uh, bring it on. Sticking in, bring it on. Yeah. Um, this podcast is produced by us. Mostly Sarah Kelly these days. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, uh, f- follow us on Instagram at to all the rom-coms. Nope. 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 At rom-coms we've loved. Yep. Follow us on Instagram at rom-coms we've loved. We are also... Available via email at romcomsweveloved at gmail.com. And on Twitter at to all the romcoms. Or you can message me at, at Tina Takes a Tumble. Also, side note, follow at Sketchlanta on Instagram and YouTube. Yeah. Actually, YouTube, we just changed to Sketchland, but Instagram's still Sketchlanta. Okay, cool. It's whatever. <laughs> uh, music made by Ian Boyd. Thanks, Ian. Thanks, Ian. What else do we have going on? Next week, I don't know what episode we're doing, but it'll be probably super fun. We'll try and let you know beforehand so you yeah. can watch. Yeah, exactly. But let's be honest, no one's listening to this last minute of the episode. And music and lyrics is on Netflix right now. Yeah, you, you have no watch. excuse. Yeah, Feel you love in your heart. And in your soul. Yeah. Okay. All right. Ready? Bye. Bye.